And it's 833. My friend, Kaneba County Sheriff Brian Smith, is in with me on a Thursday as per typical. For the most part, we try to make this date happen every week. Brought to you by Bozeman Newton Insurance. A beautiful sunny day, at least today, Brian. It is. Uh, we'll take that, right? I mean, I know we've talked this weather, and I know people must go, oh my gosh, weather again. But when you have something that day by day surprises you because it's so different than what we typically see this time of year, right. you can't help but say it's another day where we're in the 40s when, you know, even last year we were lucky to to be in the, in the teens, right. you know? I mean, it is... Very, very unusual. Yeah, very unusual winter, yes. And we'll just have to see one of the topics that uh, just talking with people in general. Uh, what is it going to be like in July? Does this mean you, you don't know? You don't know. And, and we can't do anything about it one way or the other. But it all has to do with that weather pattern in the Pacific Ocean, the El Nino, El Ni- whatever they are. Yeah, Super El Nino, I think it is yeah. this year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's bringing unusual, it's bringing different air currents here. It, it that is not expected to continue to July. That's what so. I was wondering. Is there like no. is there? I don't want to say a cutoff, but do the patterns go for a certain amount of time? And this has been kind of the winter thing, but then it shifts to another. Yeah, you know, it kind of varies. And my understanding from what I've read, it's actually going to shift to the other one, whatever that is. Yeah, and actually bring cooler weather weather oh. here. I don't summer. So well, and we uh, and I'll tell you, we'll see. I was just having that discussion with a friend of mine yesterday, concerned about gardens and fields and yeah. crops because yeah. we need some rain. You know, we will need some rain because we yeah. didn't get that moisture. Think of the snow we had last yeah, year. Yeah, we didn't get snow packed. Uh, Any of that? No. So, so we'll see if we end up getting into March and get some precipitation. All that I think most people will be like, yeah, we need it. Yeah. You know, we're due. We could use some rains for sure. Yep, um, just to get some of the salt off much, the roads. Not too much. Not too much, yeah, because <laughs> then we go down the flooding avenue, don't <laughs> yeah. we? Uh, Very we quickly. Yeah, yeah, we have enough of those rivers right in our backyard. We don't want that to be the case. So yeah. we'll we'll see what Mother Nature decides, right? We get what we get. We get what we get. We live in Minnesota for sure. Well, Brian, why don't we start out and talk about what's happened the past week with the calls for service? Well, let's see. We were... Uh, we were up in the 275 range, Ooh, a little, so a little more going, going up on. a little bit and kind of follows the weather a little bit. You know, it's nicer. People are more active and deputies are more active and you end up with more stuff. More stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we had uh, eight new arrests. So that was kind of consistent. Um, although <clears throat> the last couple of weeks we've had a lot of warrant arrests. We only had a couple warrant arrests. Uh, most of our arrests were driving related. We had a few DWIs and a driving after cancel inimical to public safety. Um, I think there was a drug one thrown in there. And uh, yeah, so a lot of dr- dangerous driving okay. going on. So. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. deputies have been kept busy with 275 calls, that's for sure. Yeah. See, speaking of calls, uh, this is a different one, but you were telling me off the air that you and many other uh, peace officers around the state met at the Capitol yesterday, you said, right? Right. So um, the Minnesota Sheriff's Association and organized, uh, and we're very active at the Capitol, um, behind the scenes, mostly. Um, but we traditionally, we've they have tried to make a day where sheriffs could go on and meet with 
their legislators and legislators in general um, to convey what we are seeing um, from the public safety standpoint of, you know, what's working, what needs to be fixed, those kinds of things. And uh, over the last three, four years, um, obviously there's been a lot of upheaval um, mm. concerning law enforcement, public safety, and and the legislature. And <clears throat> so we we decided as a an association that we really needed to up our presence and because we really didn't feel we were being heard and uh we had we had over 50 sheriffs um from across the state um so we're talking meet at the capital far north all the way far south, north all, all the way south okay you know, a good from representation. The canadian border to the iowa border good um we good. had representation from east to west north to south um, I mean, 50 out of 87, you know, we're well over 50%. Wow, that's good. Um, so, yeah, and it, it was, a, um, we had good, we had good meetings. We met with all the speakers, majority and minority speakers in the House and Senate. Um, they came and talked and and we conveyed our concerns and 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 praised the things that were going well and um, it, it was a good, it was a good day. It was a productive day. Okay. Did you, and you felt like you were heard, hopefully. I, hopefully. I, I mean, in, in the end, in the end, it, you know, they can say what they say, but their actions are what's going to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, they say the right things, um. That's typical politicians. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's part of the job, I it, guess. <laughs> it is, sort of. Um, you know what I mean. <laughs> it, it, it is. Um, but I, th- I think that there seem to be more genuine um, thoughts being shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of it had to probably do with this past weekend's events down in Burnsville, um, that tragedy, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that hit a lot of people. And unfortunately, sometimes for things to change, really bad things happen, unfortunately. That's just the way, that's the way it works. It really puts it on the front burner. That's what I found yeah. in, in yeah. my my years of service, that that when, it, when there needs to be monumental change, something tragic happens. Absolutely. And, you know, and this is one of the things I thought of. I'm just being honest here. When this horrible thing happened and so many negative things that have happened over the years, going back to the George Floyd thing and everything else, not going down that road, but it's, you know, people have taken attacks, some not as much for police officers and peace officers. And now this, my felt, my first thought was, now we see what people really do and the sacrifices that really happen. This kind of a horrible right. thing right. makes people that might have been thinking that way stop and go, well, you know. Right. And that and that's what I and like I say, I'm just being honest in my thoughts here that the the sacrifices that are made by the officers themselves, their families, everyone around them, day in and day out. This really really makes people aware of that. You know. Yeah, I think I, I think more so. Um, you know, it, it's hard to 
it's hard to put yourself in those shoes mm. when you haven't been there and done that. You really have no comprehension as to the daily sacrifices, and and those obviously are the extreme sacrifices. Um, but yeah, that kind of kind of might send a, a, a clearer message that um, those kind of situations could happen every day. And they are happening every day somewhere. Somewhere. Unfortunately. Well, in the domestic violence aspect that you folks deal with, um, and again, I'm not in law enforcement, but we just, it seems like that those are the most serious things that happen. If something bad is really going to happen, it's these domestic situations, a family situation, something that officers, firefighters, whoever is, is there. Right is confronting and those can get volatile people are high intensity you know what i'm well, they're, of all they're people, already volatile you know? before we even get there that's my point and, yeah uh, yeah and um they can be explosive and they're unpredictable and um they are definitely some of the more dangerous calls that we go to on a day in day out basis and obviously that's what's happened here and we could talk about so many aspects of this, and we just won't today. But, you know, you wonder, how did this guy have guns when he wasn't supposed to? There's a lot of look into that right now. There's a lot of investigation going on, obviously. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> people have that people that shouldn't have guns that have guns, yeah, that's been a constant that's, for as long as I've been doing this. And um, if evil people want to get guns, they'll find a way to get guns, whether they should have them or not. Right. That's just, uh, that's just, that is the way it is. And um, passing more laws isn't going to stop that. The laws are already there. They've already been broken. Right. You can't pass laws to fix that. Mm -hmm. They're already there and they're already being broken. So it's, that's not going to change anything, you know, we got to get in front of what caused that mindset and, you know, why they were going down the path they were going down. Well, and I know you've talked before, <coughs> talking, going back to your time at the Capitol and talking to the legislators and some of that. I know one of the things you've mentioned specifically for our area that you speak to is just having, you have so many repeat situations. You right. guys go to the trouble right. to do what you do. You get somebody incarcerated, and then at some point things don't, really remedy it and they're back on the street and i know that's a big frustration for you it is and and i'll when when this all gets shook out i'm pretty sure you're gonna find that this person had a long history they were truly an evil person and i i think there's people in the legislature a significant number of them that don't really believe that there is evil out there and unfortunately the the truth of the matter is there is and, and that's why we have law enforcement officers. Um, and not everybody, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that we deal with that it's not about good and evil, you know, it's people making mistakes. Um, but there, there is a small percentage of truly evil people out there and they are dangerous to everybody around them. And it's very frustrating when the judicial system and the legislature do not listen to the people that know, and that being us. Um, some people need to be removed from society. 
unfortunately. It is what it is. I don't know how to nobody's, – nobody's figured out how to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are those that they are violent, they're angry at everyone and everything, and it's only a matter of time. And we see it. We can identify it. And when we have the opportunity to lock that person up and keep them out of society, because um, nobody's found a way to, f- to undo that and fix that, um, the only safe place for them is not in society. Right. And that's one of the things you've talked about before. And that's why I try to find that glimmer of hope in all situations. When you met at the Capitol yesterday, hopefully these legislature folks are listening. Hopefully they will see some of these things and eventually there'll be enough teeth to keep people where they need to be. You know, the teeth were there. Um, but they've got, it's got to stay and, though. It's got to stick. Right. And you, you got to utilize what's there. They did water down a lot of our sentencing guidelines um, over the past uh, probably five years. Um, so there is some, and, and I mean, there is a, there is a large movement within Minnesota Judicial to sentence less. Um, so I don't know. Uh, that's got to be tough we, for you. We shall see. It is very tough. When you're dealing, because you're on it the other end tough. of it all the time. Right. Yeah. And, well, and the, it's been 30 years of seeing the repeat offenders and the the difficulty in getting people to change their ways. And and some some do and I don't know from what from what I found in my experience, they need to decide. You we can't decide for them. Right. The courts can't, I can't. Um they need to decide that's a I don't want to be I don't want to go down that path. Mm-hmm. And the only way to send that message clear is long term incarceration. And that that sums it up. Really, there's no it more, really does no more even to say. It really on that, does just it, that. If you talk to enough people that have been through incarceration, this the slap on the wrist thing that they're doing right now doesn't do anything. It doesn't stop them. It doesn't make them stop and think. It they they don't care. And that's why they just keep doing. But long term incarceration. They think about that because they don't like it. Right. So there there it is. So we'll see. I'm glad you were able to be at the Capitol. I'm glad that representation from around the state. So we're getting everybody's what they're dealing with because it is really areas have certain things that are happening that are different. Like what's happening in Kennebec County, very different than Todd County or Fillmore County or whatever. And that was one of the discussions we had with the SRO debate and which was a the number one topic that every one of the legislatures brought up was that and that they were more in fact yesterday they had hearings all day trying to fix that that language in that legislation and again the SRO just explain that real quick the school resource officer okay. and, and they passed a, a law last session that uh, made it difficult to have officers in in the school because they fell underneath a different statute rather than the use of force statutes that governs peace officers. <clears throat> and that was not, um, there was not language in there to differentiate between other volunteers and staff members versus a peace officer 
um, in the in the school. And one of the discussion points was the difference between the inner city and outstate Minnesota. And outstate Minnesota is screaming to have their SROs back in their schools. And and be honest, I think the inner city is too. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a faction down there that are, are really um, – they're focused on the George Floyd incident, mm-hmm. and somehow they have related that to SROs in schools, which is ludicrous, in my opinion. Um, has nothing to do with the SROs in the school. There's never, never in in the the history of SROs has there been an incident with an SRO and a student in a in that type of use of force situation. So I don't know, but that's what they're dealing with. Okay. So we'll see what happens going forward with that. And I know we're getting a little short on time here, Brian, but we'll see going forward. I know you'll keep us in the loop on what happens with that. And as always, you know how much I appreciate your time and everything that all of you guys do. All right. Thank you, sir.